Hi, and welcome to this episode of Day is Done, the Friendly Pines Camp podcast. My name's Adam, and I'm excited that you found us here. Coming up, I'll give you an update on some camp news. Before I speak to Dominic, a counselor from Tucson, Arizona, about his time here at FPC and how magical camp truly is through the eyes of someone new. After that, one of our maintenance team, Derek, hosts our Camp Fact segment. Also, hopefully you enjoy it when our rental director, Jonathan, takes you on a short adventure for our camp joke. Enjoy! This is FPC News for May 6th, 2020. For those that are still unsure, camp will be open this summer. Our first session is set to start on June 7th, and I can't begin to tell you how excited we are to see all of the kiddos' smiling faces here at camp again. So with us still opening, one thing to think about was washing our hands even more frequently than ever. Our fantastic maintenance team is installing new hand-washing stations around camp. Now they aren't what you might think. No traditional basin, no taps or faucets to be seen. What we've kind of improvised is our very own canoe hand-washing stations around camp. We'll have to post a picture of our very first prototype, because they are a little quirky. And along with our hand-washing station improvement, we've also laid some new cement between the kitchen and our kaibab cabin. It was in a little need of an update. This episode, I'll speak to Dominic Rossler. Dominic is a counselor from Tucson, Arizona. However, he joins us from Tempe, Arizona, as he's studying a business degree at Arizona State University. This will be Dom's second summer with us, teaching a pretty new activity to FPC, tomahawk throwing. We only started this activity last summer, and it's already getting kind of popular among the campers. In this episode, Dominic mentioned one thing that may not be familiar to everyone, and I'll explain that now. Dom mentioned Prague. Now at camp, the word Prague could mean either the building, the program office, or the program staff as a whole. Program staff kind of make sure that camp is happening the way it should be happening, that every camper is accounted for, and they are all where they're supposed to be. Program staff is also a resource for any camper or counselor that needs a little extra help, whether they need an extra pair of hands to move something, or maybe they just need someone to talk to. That's what Prague is here for. Welcome to the podcast, Dom. Where are you joining us from right now? I am in Tempe, Arizona. Oh, brilliant. What are you doing down there? Uh, I actually go to Arizona State University. Yeah, I'm not going to say go Devils because uh, I'm from Tucson and I'm still a wildcat at heart. So bear down. But yeah, I go to ASU. So you must be studying something down there at the school. What is it that you're studying? Yes, sir. I actually go to WP Carey. That's the uh, business college at ASU. I'm a business management major. Yeah, and it's what, top 25 business colleges in uh, the U.S.? So you should be coming away with something pretty good then. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, really good actually. It's pretty. It's a pretty uh, so-so degree. You know, you don't really do a whole lot or specialize in a whole lot, but there are plenty of opportunities once you graduate. I'm sure there must be. So this last summer was your first summer at camp. 
I'm pretty sure you got referred here by someone. Did, would you like to name them? Oh, I don't want to name names, point fingers, but yeah, it was Margaret Kramer. <laughs> yeah, she told me, yeah, she told me all about camp. I believe it was, uh, it was maybe after her first summer as a counselor. Uh, we were hanging out and she was telling me about the challenge course. And I was like, man, this camp sounds, you know, really amazing. She was like, it is. It is fantastic and you should apply because, I mean, I used to work at an elementary school for a couple of years. And she was like, I think you would really enjoy it. And boy, was she on the money. Definitely. We have a lot of people that... Uh, come up and are counselors when they're still in college. Uh, we even have a couple of teachers that work here during the summer because they've. This is a beautiful place to be, and they're not necessarily doing anything with teaching at the time. So you actually got kind of lucky. This was the first summer that we offered tomahawks as an activity, and you were able to slide right into that position. Um, do you want to tell us a little about tomahawks? Ah, uh, yeah. So. I mean, for those of you who haven't been out to the range, it's just this nice little cleared out area in the woods, just uh, a little ways um, up the big hill, right, towards the log house. And at first, when we when we first got out there, it was just this small little cleared out area with a couple really small wood stands and some uh, tree rounds, just like you know, trees that were sliced uh, across. It really wasn't, there really wasn't much to it, but as the summer went on um, and with the help of, I don't even know how many campers, all the campers, honestly, every, every activity period, we slowly started cultivating this, uh, this area of like tomahawks, you know, and there we created a, a Zen garden with, wood totems and stone totems and you know we just we built a, a fort right it was uh yeah because you you actually kind of developed tomahawks into more than just throwing axes right it, there, there was a lot more to your activity than that right yeah because i mean there's only four targets you know only four people can throw at a time so you know i want it to be a little more entertaining than just sitting around you know, doing nothing. So I, uh, the idea was that, you know, these kids come to, come to camp and, you know, camp is a really great place to learn, you know, a plethora of skills like tomahawk throwing, but also a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, soft skills. And so I figured how could I use this, this time, this free time they have where they're just sitting there, you know, waiting for their, their next turn and teach them something that isn't just throwing an ax at a board. And so I would have them, you know, go in teams of four or teams of eight and just, I don't know, collect rocks to go build the totems, help me clear out the, the Zen garden, carry these logs to help create this massive fort that we have out there. And it was really, it was really cool because I would just give them, you know, a task and kind of, I mean, it's an older activity. So, you know, do with that what you will and just seeing them, collaborate and come together and form a game plan together it was it's uh it's a lot of fun yeah because they were able to kind of cultivate this th this was their space they helped create it they helped build it mm -hmm. and i think they enjoyed doing that absolutely yeah 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 
So in, in doing that, I think you helped bring a little bit of magic to camp. And there is, there, there's a lot of magic here at camp. And I think you might know more than a, a third-year counselor what that magic is like because it kind of fades a little when you see a little bit more and a little bit more behind the scenes. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the magic, the theatrics of what camp is? Magic and the theatrics. You know, Adam, I've thought a lot, a lot about, you know, why is this, why is this place so incredible? And there's a, there's a lot that goes into it, right? You guys, Prague, uh, Megan, Kevin, there's a ton of work that goes in, goes into camp, but the actual, like just to get the camp running, but the actual magic that, you know, certain, I don't even, oh, how, what did the French, what did the French say that Genesequa, just that, that camp magic. I really think that comes from the bond uh, and the bonds between counselors. That whole first week uh, that we're there of staff development week, where we're all doing those uh, group activities and getting to know each other. I really found that that was incredibly beneficial because it, it built this camaraderie and this safe environment where we could all be free to be ourselves. And when the campers come, I mean, that's all they see. They, they just see this environment that's been created to be themselves. And, and that sort of mentality trickles on to, to the campers and they're free to be themselves. And, and you can all, you know, just really have a great time. And that's, that's part of the magic. I mean, we do a lot of odd things, you know, they're not odd for camp, but I'll say when I first showed up, we were at the benches and Megan was like, Oh, I guess now's a, a good time to, uh, sing a song. And I was like, what? Sing a song. And we broke, I don't, I don't remember which song it was, but we, you know, the whole camp started singing, uh, some, some camp songs. And I was like, this is very different. I was not, I was not anticipating that, but you sort of play into it and you, you know, you go along with the camp traditions and it's, I don't know, there's just something that, that clicks and this, this whole new, you know, world is created and it's amazing. You know, that camp magic is powerful. It's powerful stuff, man. I think you're so right. With with like the the absence of technology here at camp, it forces everyone kind of to use their imagination and we kind of create this own little camp world and us here in like the program office where we kind of create the program and all right, you're supposed to be here at your activity at this time and then this activity at this time, but it's really the counselors that bring the magic of camp and you, you can really see it in the campus faces that especially right at the end of a session during stick dedication, when almost every camper coming up says they dedicate their stick to their counselor. Mm. And I, I think, I think a lot of that, that magic really falls back on to you guys, the counselors. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to, uh, I'd have to agree. I mean, the counselors are, you know, they're day in, day out. First thing that the, the campers see in the morning, and the last thing the campers see at night. You know, we're just always there. And yeah, camp camp is a really special place. It really is. It's incredible. 
On a little bit of a different note, you told me you prefer to work with our lower and intermediate villages. Right. What is it about these age groups that you like so much? Well, you know, they're very, they're they're very different groups. What I really like about uh, intermediate is they're you know roughly twelve. They're at that age where they take themselves seriously, but not too seriously. You can still mess around with them and have fun, but you can also have important conversations. You can have serious conversations. I could give my, my thoughts on a certain subject and ask them, you know, their thoughts. And, you know, we could have an intelligent and deep and meaningful conversation. And I, I think that's, that's really, that's really awesome. You know, a lot of the times they have a pretty good sense of humor too. And then with, with lower village, it's, it's, you know, just a lot more, you're, you're allowed to just be silly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what a lot of it is. You, it's really more sort of embracing that, that inner child and you can, you can, you know, be goofy, you can be silly, you can make a fart noise and the whole cabin laughs. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's a good time, you know? I, I know, um, Low village and middle village was really where I thrived. Yeah, would you? Uh, why do you like LV and MB? They, they were so inquisitive. They they wanted to know everything, and they they weren't afraid to kind of express their imaginations from time to time, and just really that they they liked to play. I I love to play, and it was great to just like go around the back of the middle village cabins and build forts and play like exploring games it was great right yeah yeah that's awesome stuff man fun being a kid again i'm sure there's a lot that's all rolled into making you decide to return for another summer oh yeah i mean yeah that was a pretty uh it was a pretty quick and easy decision to be honest i think you might have actually been our first counselor yeah like right off the bat as soon as the email got sent out yep i'm coming back yeah, no, I I love it. I lo- I love friendly pies. I still carry around my my uh, thermos from like a Walmart, and I just decked it out in the stickers from camp. And I have a big old FPC sticker on it, and I've got a bunch of like the vendor stickers that Megan gave us. And I carry around, I carry that around with me every single day. And I uh, yeah, you know, I I rep FPC. I wear my I wear my FPC shirts actually. <laughs> Yeah, I'm wearing my staff shirt right now. The coincidence. So it sounds like Friendly Pines has definitely uh, yeah. made a lasting impact on you. Uh, how would you say Friendly Pines has changed you as a person? This is one of those moments where it's like I could talk about you know, how I've improved and it would you know, it would be warranted, but it also at the same time kind of feels like posting a little bit, you know? But... I would say just sort of my uh, emotional intelligence, honestly, has really been upped since camp. And also my perspective, just my, I don't know, just the the lens through which I I view life has been changed. I mean, at camp, we live this, you know, regimented daily routine, you know, up at seven, you know, the bell or the, the ball field at, 735 and it's just 
this time, this time, this time, this time, and you can accomplish so much. And you just meet so many different people from so many different walks of life from so many different countries. It's, it's crazy. It's in this, you know, nine week period, nine, 10 week period. There's just so much that's crammed in there. So much personal development for everyone. And it's, it's just incredible. Yeah. I, my emotional intelligence, uh, and just, I would say I'm a lot more, not necessarily optimistic, but I have a different approach to when I view failure. When I, when I come across failure, when I fail at something, I just, you know, I, I have a different, I have a completely different approach to it than how I did going into camp. Something I'm, I'm very grateful to Friendly Pines for. I know, um, Hearing about fa- failure, I always give the piece of advice. We always learn more from our mistakes than we do our achievements. So for every mistake that you make, you've learned something. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What advice do you think that you might give to a first-time camper, Dominic? A first-time camper? Well, if I were to talk to a first-time camper, I would tell them, first of all, Congratulations on making a very wise decision by coming to Friendly Pines. I would tell them, just don't be afraid. What I encountered a lot, I mean, what we all encountered a lot, um, is just a lot of homesickness and a lot of, a lot of you know, missing their parents. I, I think that all really just boils down to fear. It's a new environment. It's new people. It's a new uh, daily life. You know, and it, it's, I mean, yeah, I'll, granted, it's a little scary. But if you just dive in and you don't hold back and you don't have any fear, within a few days, you will be loving camp. You know, dive into your activities, talk to the people around you, get to know your cabin mates, get to know your counselors. You know, just find a buddy. And I guarantee you will never want to leave camp. Here we are now. We've made our way to the sacred rendezvous ring to ask you the questions of the podcast and to present you with your virtue. Dominic, what is your favorite camp meal? Favorite camp meal? Oh, baby. Besides the 4th of July ribs, I'm going to get a lot of grief. I'm going to get a lot of grief for this one. But the breakfasts that we have there, I've been thinking about this probably every day for the past two weeks. Those eggs that we get with the topped up ham and the melted cheese. Oh, oh, baby. Yeah. Yeah, probably that. Or the 4th of July. Or the 4th of July. What's your favorite camp song? Favorite camp song. I can't remember the name of it. Uh... It's that one that, that D and the crew sang about the uh, the pets. You remember? There's a, a... Hey, yellow bird. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good choice. Very good choice. Yeah, that's that, that's my favorite. Yeah, I think that song is hilarious. And what is your favorite Friendly Pines Camp tradition? My favorite Friendly Pines Camp tradition? It would either be Rendezvous at the Lake or Stick Dedication. Those two. Those are, those are very... 
And speaking of stick dedication, what or who do you dedicate your stick to? I dedicate my stick to the campers and the counselors at camp because they're what make the magic of Friendly Pines. That they are. Dominic, for always following through on your promises to your campers and making the difficult decisions when necessary, I present you with the virtue of integrity. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, Dom. Thank you for having me, Adam. Hi, I'm Derek Hassler, and this is Camp Fact. Camp Fact! During the summer, the average high temperature at camp is 84 degrees, and the average low is 55 degrees. This is about 20 degrees cooler than the Phoenix area. So the other day, I was on an adventure around our camp here, and I was basking in the sounds of nature, as you do on an adventure, until I found I had made my way all the way to the lake, and I thought to myself, what do pine trees wear to the lake? Swimming trunks. I've been Adam, and I'd like to thank Dominic for joining us on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Derek for presenting our camp fact, Jonathan for taking us on that journey for our joke, and finally, on behalf of all of us here at camp, I'd like to thank you for listening to Day Is Done, the Friendly Pines Camp Podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can write to us at info at friendlypines.com, or you can find us on social media by searching Friendly Pines Camp. It would also really help us out if you rate and review this podcast. Here at Friendly Pines Camp, we're turning childhood moments into life's rich memories.